Welcome to General Conference. Press on. Hold fast. Heed not. If we want to find balance in life, and if we want the Savior to lift us heavenward, then our commitment to Him and His gospel can't be casual or occasional. You're stronger than you think. Help is available from others and especially from God. You are loved and valued and needed. We need you. Fear not and believe only. When the storms in life come, you can be steady because you are standing on the rock of your faith in Jesus Christ. We have never needed positive spiritual momentum more than we do now to counteract the speed with which evil and the darker signs of times are intensifying. The kingdom of glory we receive in the final judgment is determined by the laws we chose to abide in our Heavenly Father's loving plan. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to General Conference Review, the podcast all about what the prophets, seers, and revelators of these last days share at General Conference. And we ask the important question, how have we taken what we have heard in General Conference and applied those principles into our lives? Hello, and welcome back to General Conference Review. My name is Todd Bruce, and joined with me as always is Kevin Beamer. Hello, Kevin. Hello. Well, almost always. <laughs> almost always. Almost always. Uh, we're going to forget the, that one time. <laughs> distant memory. Distant memory. Yeah. Uh, today, we're going to be covering Fear Not, Believe Only by Jeffrey R. Holland. This was shared in the Saturday afternoon session of the April 2022 uh, General Conference. Uh, and this was uh, this was a pretty pretty great talk. It, he started by sharing a a, a letter written by uh, a friend of his, an eight year old friend who uh, complained about how boring General Conference was in a really cute uh, a note. And uh, and and I, I appreciate it. It's always worth a chuckle and puts a smile on my face when we uh, review it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was it was a good start. But uh, he he jumps in and he. Uh, he talks. It's a. It's a pretty. Um, um, uh, I don't know if motivating, but encouraging talk. It's. It's. He talks about a lot of the whys and 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 why it's important for us to be found doing the right things and how how we can help one another to get there. Yeah, and he talks some about the effects of the pandemic, and even though, you know, things socially stopped, a lot of the evils in the world didn't. Right, and That's those right. kept happening. Uh, and then, yeah, it's very much, uh, Hey, it is tough, but there's hope. Yeah, definitely. I, and, uh, he, you know, he talked about, uh, Lori DeSantos who, who shared a, a class and like everybody and their dog signed up for it. And, and the, the, her podcast like blew up because it was just one of sharing psychology and, the good life and it was about uh, hope and how we how we strive to be better and how we can have a hopeful life uh and that's very telling that that it was so, so so popular and so many people were seeking this 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we'll just, just jump right into a couple of our key takeaways and then sure. we'll discuss it. Um, my first one was, uh, I would say maybe a quarter of the way through, he goes, uh, quote, my plea today to our youth and to our parents and adults who advise them is to begin your search for happiness by embracing the bounty we have already received from the giver of every good gift. At precisely the moment, many in the world are asking deep questions of the soul. We ought to be answering with the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which holds aloft the mission and message of the savior of the world offers the most eternally significant way to both find good and do good at such a needful time. Uh, And the reason I highlighted this was, um, we don't need to be reinventing the wheel. Uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of us who are, or are baptized members of the church or lifelong members of the church uh, often overlook the blessing it is to be a part of the church and, mm-hmm. and the blessing that reading scriptures and saying our prayers and attending church on a regular basis uh, is. And I, I can speak to you know how much I miss regular church through the pandemic. I think a lot of people can. Um, and how grateful we were to get back to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, and I I love like when you talk about the simplicity, and I love you know his plea is to youth to begin your search for happiness, right? So that's a a noble thing by embracing this great gift of the gospel that we have, but also talking about parents and adults who advise you to do the same. Which, you know, it's like you can't help someone else if you're not looking after yourself first. And often, you know, sometimes we're like people have deep questions of the soul. And we don't necessarily clue in that the gospel has those answers. Right? Like we don't always clue that in. Yeah, it's very much the Naaman uh, principle. Where Naaman Mm -hmm. wanted to get healed, uh, went to the prophet. Prophet uh, told him, go go wash in, in river Jordan. And he was like offended that it was something yeah. so simple. And, yeah. and, and uh, we, we want something complex. We want something grand. Mm-hmm. We, we, we often overlook this, overlook it because of the simplicity of the way. Yeah. And, and we're given very simple building blocks on how to be the most functional and best version of ourselves. And we, we just, we often, it's a, I think it's the natural man in us just wants more. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like the gospel is such a beautiful, simple thing of, you know, love and being a good example and trying to become a better person that that just seems too simple, like you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> I know I, it's not simple, but I'm no, not saying that. It's, but not, it's, it's a lifelong effort of yeah. figuring it out. <laughs> but uh, it's it sounds like a simple answer. Oh, you're having tough yeah. life. Well, just try to be like Christ. Uh, <laughs> did you read your scriptures? You're like, shut up, you. Um, yeah. That's got uh, one nothing I, to do with anything else, you I idiot. <laughs> well, actually, I, heard, I read a really good uh, post yesterday or the day before. It was uh, from Come Follow Me or Come Follow Me Daily, I want to say. And it did right. talk about that, how like just about how, how prayer and, and scripture study sets the tone. And not that experiences would or wouldn't happen the same way if, if we had had uh, said our prayers and read the scriptures but it does yeah set a tone invites the spirit and and helps us to be just a little bit better and who knows how things would have uh, gone along differently if if uh those things were done well uh, and it's I, also like oh sir go ahead todd 
Oh, no, no. I was just going to add uh, this. This talk is directed towards the youth. Um, yeah. But uh, Elder Holland specifies that anyone under the age of Russell M. Nelson, he considers a youth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so even though it's aimed at the youth, uh, it also applies to parents, adults and seniors. Um, yeah. You know, but it, it, he does kind of aim towards the youth as well. Sorry. Yeah. That was a tangent. No, that's beautiful. That was beautiful. Tangent um, number one. <laughs> one or, of or three or seven. Or 750. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess the next paragraph, let's just jump right into it. It talks about President Russell M. Nelson has said that ge- this generation of young people has the capacity to have more impact for good on the world than any previous generation. Uh, and he talks, then he talks about, we all, of all people, should be singing the song of redeeming love, but that takes discipline, discipleship, if you will, the kind that guards against negative attitudes and destructive habits. Um, so we've heard this lot, <laughs> this yeah. youth thing, right? Like you could, you're going to be the best better generation, etc. And I often think of that as because we keep building on each other, right? Mm-hmm. Like the prior generation does so much to, to, uh, get us to a better point, kind of like, a, as a family, you maybe get your children to a better point than your parents got you to a better point and keeps going and keeps going. But I love that he talks about that it does take discipline, that discipleship, uh, you've got to be proactive in it. It's not just a very, it's not, it's not just easy. Yeah. But it is a love. It's a song of redeeming love. (laughs) Well, and and, uh, again, tangent like number six. uh, Yep. We we spoke this last, uh, not last Sunday, the Sunday before. Uh, we, we talked a lot about the uh, uh, Lehi's vision and we talked mm-hmm. about that striving along the iron rod and that the you know avoiding the the great and spacious building and like all the things getting lost in the, the fog or going through the river um, somebody brought up that this was a they always looked at it as a lifelong pursuit okay. um, but the this instance when we watched the video and we're talking about it they said uh the the distinct impression came that this is like a daily weekly monthly thing this isn't gotcha. like this journey to the tree of tree of life isn't like we get there in the end it's we have to strive to get there every day we get there we feel god's love we get to and then and then we wake up tomorrow and guess what we're in the midst of darkness and we got to get get back to the the iron rod and that's good. Um, it's a daily, weekly thing, and that it just struck when you were talking about the negative attitudes and destructive habits that mm-hmm. pull us off. Uh, and and it's it's uh, it, you know it's it, it's that challenge. It's that challenge of getting there and continuing to strive and press forward and when, not not get distracted. Yeah, and that talks. So here's another tangent. I'm going to go off your tangent, but. Uh, <laughs> As we get older, as we do, our bodies don't just do what we want them to do, right? So we're sore, we can't do things. Uh, and I was talking to a, a good friend of mine about that. He'd been going to physio and for his back, and he was feeling much better. And I'm like, oh, how's, how's this been months later? And he's like, it felt fantastic until I stopped doing this stuff two months ago. <laughs> right but but that's how we are like our bodies yeah. are like that right and that's and we know that temporal is spiritual so if i want to have a not sore back i've got to do either some physio work some stretches some 
got to be constantly making sure my body's healthy and we have to do that spiritually as well. So I love that idea of that's a daily thing. That's a daily oh, yeah. thing going through the mist of darkness, click, clinging to the iron rod, feeling that love of God. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. And then, and uh, personally, we build on each day. Just like yeah. you were talking generationally, we build. Yeah. Uh, personally, we have to build on each day. And if we have five great days in a row, guess what? It's going to get easier. But if we have, if we struggle, just try again. Like it's not, you know, and it's okay condemned. if we struggle. It's okay it's if we struggle. Completely perfect, okay. Perfectly acceptable. And that, which leads yep. me to my next point. Yeah. Um, because he, because Jeffrey R. Holland talks about the struggle, and mm-hmm. how the struggle is real. And just because we're not, we're not. Well, here I'll just read it. It'll make more sense. Read if, it if I read it. Read it. it. Uh, of course, in our present day, tremendously difficult issues face any disciple of Jesus Christ. The leaders of this church are giving their lives to seek the Lord's guidance in the resolution of these challenges. If some are not resolved to the satisfaction of everyone, perhaps they constitute part of the cross Jesus said we would have to take up in order to follow him. It is precisely because there would be dark days and difficult issues that God promised he would, out of a cloud by day and a pillar by fire by night, guide prophets, give an iron rod, open a narrow gate leading to a straight path, and above all, grant us the power to finish the course. And, uh, you know, it strikes me because these last days are going to be tough. Mm -hmm. These last days, we should expect difficulty. We should expect miracles, but we Mm -hmm. should expect difficulty. And and, uh, I think it was Jeffrey R. Holland who shared years ago, he says, how could we expect it to be easy for us if it wasn't easy for him? Mm-hmm. you know like it's it's uh it's it's going to be a challenge now you know is it possible definitely can we do it by ourselves definitely not mm-hmm. we we need we need his support and his help and his encouragement to to manage through and we need each other yeah and we need to follow guidance over prophets right like that's oh, yeah. so helpful as well and this is one thing too that I've thought of lots is I used to think that um, if you did things a certain way, you didn't have to do the maintenance or upkeep on them, yeah. <laughs> which is ridiculous, right? If I was just perfect, I'd never have to try. Yeah. But like, like <laughs> I, I remember thinking that very clearly until, you know, a few years ago is like, Oh, if I get this type of vehicle, I don't ever have to do any upkeep on it. Yeah. If I do this in my house, I don't have to do any upkeep on it. And Spoiler alert, you have to upkeep keep everything, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, everything requires maintenance. Everything it's requires difficult. <laughs> you know, I appreciated David Bednar uh last year, year before, he talked about balance. And he's and he basically said balance is an illusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're never gonna achieve perfect balance. That's it's, right. That's right. He said that balance is more like that uh those those Chinese circus performers who spin the plates. You know, <laughs> to keep everything going, you gotta spin that plate. And then you got to spin this yep. plate over here. Then you got to spin this fourteenth yep. plate to the left. And then you got they, they yep. always have to attend to a, a specific plate. And you're so you're busy, but you you just you can't spin all the plates at the same time. So you just do what do what needs to be done next. Well, then it's it's when we move past that thought of I shouldn't have to do this because it's hard. Right, because that's a. No- I've had those feelings before. This is I shouldn't have to do this. Uh, this is so yeah. ridiculous. Blah blah blah. We move past that and just accept. Sometimes it's tough, 
and try to have a positive outlook, it goes so much better. <laughs> yeah. And we just, yeah, I think it's important to note that we're not, we're not asked to be perfect. We're just no. asked to put in some effort. That's and it. And it's amazing what little, uh, another, another wonderful talk is the five loaves and two fishes. You know, mm. that's hardly enough to feed thousands of people, but our, our loaves and fishes that we're able to offer, the Lord will mm-hmm. magnify that and help, help so many people yep. do it. Yeah. But yeah, no, we just, we have to put that effort in and we should not be surprised when things are difficult or when we have to, um, when we struggle through trials, like it's, we're gonna, mm-hmm. or temptations, like it's, it's, it's going to be hard. It's, it reminds me of my daughter. One of my daughters had track and field today, a big track meet or something at the end of the year. And uh, track and field's not taken super seriously up here. <laughs> yeah. So it's not there's like no, we have great coaches no, or anything. There's no scouts in the stands looking for no, uh, high school. No. Uh, yeah, no. Or... So it's not that big of a deal. But they put, right, they, a couple of weeks before, they find out they're doing an event and they give it a little bit of effort. And my one daughter who was doing it, I had made the comment to her. She, in my mind, she'd be this fantastic athlete if she wanted to be, if she wanted to apply herself. But you could tell that she put like minimal effort. She did a long, a long jump and she went and she just didn't put herself out there. Mm-hmm. And afterwards I was talking to her. Now I was not negative. I truly don't care. I, I support her no matter what, whether she wants to put the effort in or not. But I was sort of talking to her about it. And she's like, well, I didn't want to put all this effort in and still not win. Because what if I put all the effort in and I don't win and I don't do well? And I, it made me bring this, which ties in, right, as a tangent. Is, yeah. It's not about winning. It's about going through the process. That's right. It's about becoming Christ-like. And sometimes it's wonderful and sometimes it's easier than other times. But we're here to become Christ-like and that is not a simple or an easy thing. Yeah, it's, it's a challenge. And I, I actually think that is such a wonderful gospel principle that can be taught to so many different people about this, not putting in our full effort because we're, mm-hmm. we're afraid of failure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not about us doing anything. It's about us putting in the effort and God magnifying those efforts. And, and we, yeah. it's, hard, it's it's the natural man really fighting like, oh yeah, yeah you better not try because it. What if it doesn't work out? And yeah, um, you know. Anyway, good good uh, good tangents. Yeah, man, full of good tangents today. <laughs> well, and with that, you're right. It's so crazy because the atonement makes up so much. Yeah. So part of the natural man, that thought is actually accurate. You're not gonna no be be amazing at it. But our Savior, Jesus Christ, has made up the difference and will continue to make up the difference if you put him to the test, which is so beautiful. Yeah. Well, and, and the other aspect is uh, we're not going to we're not going to fully try because we're going to fail anyway. So why bother? And that's mm-hmm. like the, that's the natural man really like driving us yeah, yeah. down. Right. Not we don't yeah. put, put in that effort and yeah. uh, and we discount the the atonement of Jesus Christ in our lives. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to go on another tangent here, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> give her, give her. Well, but right, we discount that, and I, I, I appreciate you saying that. 
So I recently started biking a whole bunch and trying to walk everywhere. And if I have an appointment, I'm biking or walking. And I live up this really steep hill and it's terrible. And I've been doing this for, I don't know, a month or so. I've not been able to ride up once up this hill without stopping and walking. It's just steep. (laughs) It's not fun. I don't like it. Well, now that I've been biking so much, yesterday, for the first time, I rode up this hill, no stopping at all. It wasn't fast, but I rode up it, no stopping at all. And I'd even done it after helping someone move, right? So it wasn't like I was 100% full go. But it is so much easier to do now because I keep doing it. Yeah. And it's, it's all my leg muscles are stronger. So it's not that big of a deal anymore. And your lungs and that's are just, just a that, little bit stronger. That's right. And, yeah. 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 And yeah. that's just that daily working at it. That's daily working at it. I'm not anything special. I'm not a good biker. But, you know, in the gospel, when we put in that daily effort, the Lord does magnify it, like you talked about. Oh, yeah. And, and then when we, and there's, again, there's only so much we can do. Uh, there, we're going to bump into things that we can't do. That's right. And I think, I think, hundred, you know, it's hundred percent by design. We, uh, we should be given weak things that they shall be strong, but those mm-hmm. weak things lead us to Christ. Yeah. There's things we cannot manage, so we go to yep. Christ. There's things that we we need help with, and we need, you know, just we we want want. And I really appreciate, you know, mm-hmm. the Old Testament. We're gonna get there eventually, but uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who were, mm-hmm. you know, basically gonna be tossed tossed in a fiery furnace and killed. Uh, and they, if they didn't change their ways and start believing these other gods, and they said, you know, it might be that we die in this. You know, we know that our God could protect us, but if not, we we will. Uh, but if He doesn't protect us, we will still believe in Him. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's such a good uh, Old Testament story. I love sharing with the kids that yeah. that it just leads to like it's going to be okay. Just continue to have faith and believe. Yeah. Well, then our, our testimonies don't happen until we put in the effort, right? Yeah. Like where you're talking about that natural man saying, don't even do it because you're not going to be good at it. Just, just give up, man. Or or <laughs> me trying to ride my bike up the hill the first time being like, this is terrible. I'm not going to ride my bike anymore. I'm just going to drive. Yeah. Time to buy an e-bike. Right? Right? Yeah. Or whatever that looks like. Yeah. So put, when you yeah. put when you put our, our Heavenly Father to the test, he comes through. Yeah. Which brings me to the next part. <clears throat> Uh, I love this part. Uh, I love this story. I'm just going to read what is from the talk straight. It says, when the Jewish leader, Jairus, pled for Jesus to heal his 12-year-old daughter who lay dying at home, the surrounding crowd waylaid the Savior so long that a servant soon came saying to this ancient father, thy daughter is dead, trouble not the master. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. And she, and she was, and so will you. Fear not, believe only. Uh, this is one of my favorite stories in the New Testament. I love this story. I think it's so powerful. Uh, but I love just that extra ad by Elder Holland. And she, she was made whole, and so will you. And that's beautiful, and that's lovely. It's not just that simple often, but we have a, we have a really 
stark example that Christ can make us whole, even when we think it's too late. Yeah, um, and, and beautiful. It. I think what so many people confuse with faith is hope. Mm-hmm. And what makes it faith is that action. And Jairus mm-hmm. showed up. He sought out Christ, even though he wasn't able to physically get to him. He was mm-hmm. seeking him out in order to receive this blessing for his daughter. He didn't just stay home and hope that Jesus would come by their way. Um, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. he, he put it, he put in the effort and, and there's, yeah, I just, I love that the, the principle of hope leads to faith, faith leads to, to action. And, uh, and then when we act, you know, Jairus has uh, a testimony now, which is a personal knowledge that can be gained uh, through personal experience and in no other way uh, that Jesus was the Christ and Jesus had the power to, to save him and his daughter. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was through his exercising his faith that, that that was possible. Well, then it's interesting because there's two things that happen in this story, right? One is the evident Jesus raises the daughter from the dead. But the other is that someone has come to Jesus with a problem yeah. that they cannot fix. And they even feel that it is too late to be fixed, that there's no hope for me. There's no hope. Uh, yeah, just, and, just give and, up, man. And Christ says, I'm going to make you whole. Yeah. Isn't that like, I'm going to fix this. Even though you're in this despair yeah. because of your daughter in this situation, like what a surreal moment. Oh yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And I, I, I promise for each and every person who is praying and is exercising faith and doing all the things they can, um, your faith will not be in vain. You may not get the exact result. Your daughter may not be healed, um, but but I I guarantee that your faith will not be wasted, and it'll be for your betterment that whatever the Lord blesses you with uh, is what you're meant to, to have. Uh, I think often we hear stories like this, or we hear about conversion stories of like um, Saul and Saul to Paul and. Uh, Alma the Younger, and and we start seeking these huge, huge things like we talked about earlier. The gospel is fairly simple. Uh, Do these simple things. Um, And often when we seek blessings, we often make a lot of people that I have bumped into and had conversations with uh, make their faith conditional on blessings and specific Mm -hmm. blessings. And I think that's flawed flawed thinking. And I think that um, you know, Jairus, yeah, his daughter was blessed in this case. Uh, and But Christ encouraged him to continue to believe. Just just believe. And Be- along not that, just believe, believe only. Yeah. Well, and along that, this is not the norm in our day and age. It was not the norm in their day and age. Yeah. Oftentimes no matter how much faith we seem to have or how much prayer and fasting we put into things, people die. Things happen. It happens, yeah. But the growth is what we're here for. Unfortunately, sometimes, like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff R. Holland, he carries on a little bit here. He talks about the light of Christ and how each of us has. Uh, we're, we've received the gift of the Holy Ghost as members of the church, but we also have the light of Christ. And everyone has that light of Christ. Uh, and uh, he talks about the importance of it and what it does for us and how it's such a precious gift we're given. Uh, he adds, we must c- commit ourselves fully to that gift of life and run to the aid of those who are at risk of giving up this sacred gift. Leaders, advisors, friends, family, watch for signs of depression, despair, or anything hinting of self-harm. Offer your help. Listen. Make some kind of in- intervention as appropriate. And and I just I wanted to bring that up because the servant said, thy daughter is dead, trouble not thy master. And when Jesus heard it, he answered him. And we can we can be angels in others' lives when we see, hear, or feel that somebody is struggling. Uh, and sure. we, we can be that light in their life and help them and provide five loaves and two fishes and allow Christ to magnify those efforts and help somebody to uh, come through. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe, you know, it might be different. It might be a two step forward, one step back. It might be, they may not even be grateful for our efforts that we've made uh, right away. It might, you know, but, but yeah. again, our faith and our efforts will be, will be no, you know, noted and uh, hopefully they'll be, um, they will help somebody along the way. The, yeah, yeah. Important, the important thing is to just act. Yep. To act, reach out, let people know that they're loved. Yeah. That they're concerned of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and just this application is so interesting to me. I was having a discussion with a good friend of mine last night, actually, about where do we go with this oftentimes there's a feeling that i don't want to uh put someone out or offend someone or something uh i don't know if you've heard the term microaggression but i had some training on microaggressions last week uh and all i could think of was the michael scott quote of never ever do nothing do anything to anyone ever right for any reason whatsoever i'm not trying to make light of microaggressions because they're real things like they're but we are in this thing. Sometimes it's hard to know what you can do without uh, offending or making it worse. Yeah. Uh, so it's one of those things that you have to have a personal, intimate knowledge of people, though, because that usually helps. And that's where it starts, right? Actually knowing and loving people and learning about them so that you're not saying things that uh, maybe bring up some situations that make them uncomfortable yeah and so we've got to do a lot of work before we can even reach out and that's just what i'm trying to say is you've got to be close to people to reach out to be effective if you don't know someone and you say oh if you need any help just let me know they're not going to let you know (laughs) yeah yeah like you've got to put the effort in there needs to be a relationship there and you have to have an understanding of of who they are and and Mm -hmm. the, the spirit you get from them I think that when you're in tune with the spirit and you're in tune with another person, you can really get a sense for how they're doing. Yeah. And and you may not know what's going on, but you might have a relationship at that point that you can say, Hey, what's, what's going on? It's just, you know, things yep. seem a bit off and like, you know, I just want you to know, I love you and I care about you and you yeah. know, anything I can, anything I can do like that kind of stuff. And 
um, but we we got to get we have to build those bridges and and get uh, have those relationships before we can reach out, right? Reach out. That's exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's not yeah. it's not enough to just sort of do a like as a youth leader or something to just be you have some youth in your uh, responsibility that you're not reaching out to you don't have relationships with them. It's not enough to just say, "Are you okay?" Right? Like yeah. you've got to build that relationship first. Yeah. Be able to one-on-one. Uh, we'll close here with this last quote, and then and then just tidy it off. Uh, he goes to any of our youth out there who are struggling, whatever your concerns or difficulties, death by suicide is manifestly not the answer. It will not relieve the pain you are feeling or that you think you are causing. In a world that so desperately needs all the light it can get, please do not minimize the eternal light God put in your soul before this world was. Talk to someone, ask for help. Do not destroy a life that Christ gave his life to preserve. You can bear the struggles of this mortal life because he will help you bear them. You are stronger than you think. Help is available from others and especially from God. You are loved and valued and needed. We need you. Fear not, believe only. And I will uh, echo that if any of my youth in my ward uh, are struggling in any way, shape, or form, and I'm made aware of it, I will do what I can to help love and support them, especially if they reach out to me. And I'm hopeful that that that's how many bishops and and, uh, ward members feel about their youth and the youth that they know. And, And just friends, and I just... People in general, if anybody were to reach out and say, "Hey, man, I'm I'm struggling," uh, I would I would jump and and be there, and uh, you know it's it, it's it matters. It's it, it's this is a significant uh, issue we're dealing with nowadays as far as uh, mental health issues and people just struggling uh, through mm-hmm. some hard things, and so it, it it matters that people feel loved and people feel um, you know taken care of when they need it. Yeah. Well, and when you have an opportunity to interact with people, it's important to know that there's so much turmoil and struggle in in life. And uh, the the quote says youth, but we know that he already said youth is anyone younger than 95, right? So, yeah. so anyone. So yeah. if you're struggling, you are loved. People love you. People want to help you. And reach if you do reach out, but you know, that's easier said than done, right? To say, oh, if you're struggling, reach out. That's not always something that people feel comfortable with, which yeah. is once again, the importance of me talking before. We've got to have relationships with people and hopefully be able to be there to help. But yeah, it's important. You are loved. Uh, anyone listening to this, you are loved. You are valued. You are needed. And there's joy that can be found. Uh Sometimes we, we forget that there's joy. Sometimes we just are in that struggle, that continual struggle, and it just feels like, is this it in life? Uh, fight with the kids, fight with the spouse, right? Like, this is it? Yeah, but there's more. There is joy that can be found. One, uh, one last thing I'll add about that vision of the Tree of Life discussion we had uh, was the other thing we noted in the video was everyone who was partaking of the fruit and partaking of the joy uh, was, were focused on the tree. And the mm. people who partake of the fruit and then fell away were focused on the, the, the uh, great and spacious building. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we want that joy, 
just focus on uh, the tree of life, which is God's love, which is our covenants, which is, you know, the, the things that we've been asked to do in our life. And uh, if you're struggling, yeah, like Kevin says, we need to uh, reach out, but also be there for other people and recognize when they're struggling and, and reach out to the people who we feel are struggling. And we don't have to do it in any kind of condescending or, uh, no. hey man, what's going on? You, you, you seem bummed or anything. Just like, just just be there for them. Take them for lunch. Like it doesn't have to be a big deal. You don't even have to acknowledge it. You can just spend time with them and 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 it'll it'll uh, it'll go a long way. Uh, I'm grateful for opportunities that I've had with with friends and with family and my own children and youth in the ward where I've been able to recognize. And, and help them. And I'm grateful for those people in, in my life who have reached out to me when I've been, you know, and not in a good way and not in a good place. And, uh, and it's significant and it's, and it's, it's very, uh, um, gr- I'm grateful for those experiences I've had. Um, yeah. I, I, sorry, go ahead. I'd just like to add my testimony, Todd, that, and just echo what you're saying is that you and I, we, we strive to be pretty good. We've got pretty good lives. We, uh, I have been down before. I have had needed friends to reach out to me and help me and lift me back up and remind me of, you know, the wonderful joy that can be in life. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, I've got, I've got some good friends that, you know, take medication regularly for their mental health. Uh, that's okay. That's good. And just, it's the Lord just wants you to strive. That's it. Right. Like we talk about this over and over again. We don't need perfection. We need to strive. And we all are going through things, but there is joy and there can, it can be better. So no matter how down you are or how far off you think you are, it can get better. Yeah. And uh, don't stress out about all the things. Don't you can't spin all the plates at the same time. Just mm-hmm. spin the ones you can. Focus on the Lord. Um, you know, I'm grateful for this gospel that we have. I'm grateful that we can have the light of Christ and the Holy Spirit to be with us to uh, help us to be better and, and progress through life and have good friends and have have good opportunities within the gospel to grow closer to our Heavenly Father. And uh, I say that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thanks, good buddy. Thank you for listening. Give us a like, follow, or rating wherever you consume podcasts, or come find us on Instagram or spiritualcrusade.com. We hope you're uplifted by this general conference review. Don't forget to review and study the words of the prophets and apostles, and we challenge you to find something from these talks which speaks to your soul and helps you to find meaningful growth and draw closer to our Savior.